This week on the Push for Legs podcast, should you train when you're ill? How is Dan so shit hot at Pilates? And why, oh why, are social media hormones making a comeback? Three, two, one, and we've got a humble brag. Hello, Dan. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. You have no idea what that was about, did you? No. <laughs> Why I just use that? Style. I never know what half of them are. Oh, no, I, just, I just let you just <laughs> on with them and I just, I just say what I need to say. I just, like, I just block it out, usually. Just block it out, um, yeah, Pretty much right. every day. It's usually, it's usually um, yeah, got... we're coming to you on a... What? It's usually got something to do with the, with the episode. We're okay. I still just block it out, <laughs> but um, we're um we're coming to you from a Sunday evening. Um, me and Tom are both lacking a slight bit of uh, a bit of get up and go and energy, but um, that's because I didn't sleep last night because uh my daughter was up till two a.m., which is always fun. And Tom, um, Tom has inspired some of the content for today's podcast. <laughs> I have been ill since uh, Thursday, so. Which is which is wonderful considering I had an Instagram shoot on Thursday and then a video shoot on Friday, and I decided to be like the most sick person turning up for a video shoot, which which the the people were very happy about. So um, yeah, yeah, really, imagine really, that works out really. It, it worked out really well. I went in for like an hour and a half to work just to get like videoed and then walked out. Um, yeah, but I swear, imagine, like, first, your first ever video shoot, your first uh, ever video shoot, Tom, and you turn up. Not shredded, not huge, <laughs> and ill. No, not at all. Basically, my first ever video shoot that doesn't doesn't uh, involve a whiteboard or a blackboard, basically, and me just talking and giving a lecture. This was just uh, me actually exercising, and it was probably like the worst thing ever. So, which which will be yeah, I, it'll be in all third spaces, like on their TV screens for a long time. So it should be funny. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> People walking past going, I want to look like that guy. That guy who's just like, oh, like <laughs> throwing up and just be like, yeah, no, I'm not, no, not that bad. I've just got the sniffles. You can probably tell in my voice. Uh, yeah, I've got slight flu. I thought it was coming on like the week before, but I had a client call and they were like, you sound awful. I was like, oh, thanks, mate. Good. Um, yeah. And then I thought it was just hay fever. Apparently it's not. Full-blown cold. So I'm going to milk it for all it's worth. Um, I'm still going to go to work tomorrow, annoyingly. But yeah, we're going to be okay. Cool. All right, shall we so inspired the content for today? We decided to talk about something that maybe your clients do or maybe people people everybody's got an opinion of this for sure because everybody gets ill. So mm. whether you whether you should train or not when you're ill. Um and what's maybe our point of view um and what we do, what we don't do essentially uh, whilst we're in this state um or any kind of state basically any any kind of in oh well, we've done in, we've done injuries training. We've I think we've covered that quite extensively most of the time but uh being ill is mm. a different matter right and then uh this is why dan why i said humble brag right at the start um so dan did a pilates class and now he thinks he's a shit so um yeah we're going to talk about that a little bit well yeah hang on, that's not, not quite what i said <laughs> well well pre- um, yeah, no behind we're gonna the curtain. we're gonna we're gonna talk about how how strength training or just training in general carries over to lots of other things and um yeah and i'll, I'll go into my little story um in the second half of the show um, <laughs> and then we've got stupid things 
on the internet. I so mean, um, yeah, let's get going, Tom. Let's get going with with training when you're ill. So FYI, before the, I, the stupid things could go on. I've written a few things down. So yeah, I will let you rant as well. It's fine. We'll, we'll just go off a bit. Of one, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think with with training with illness, I think um, I've I've the funny funny story first before I go into my view of what to do with training ill or not is. I once heard a coach recommend to their client that if they had a cold or the sniffles, they shouldn't train upper body because it's kind of sitting heavy on their lungs, but they should train lower body. Work that one out. <laughs> Work that one out. What? I know, right? I uh, just, yeah, they said, yeah. apparently, apparently, this is what I've heard, this is what I've heard, but apparently they said, yeah, because they had a cold, they said, oh, you shouldn't be training upper body, but you can train lower body, it's fine. That's just... I, I just don't... I. I just don't get it. I mean, if anything, it would be the other way around, in my opinion. Like, yeah, t- who, who who wants to train legs when you've got a cold? Like, yeah, fuck that. Like, the, 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 the most... Oh, there's a peek behind what my opinion is. The most I would ever do is just go get an arm pump, and that's about it, probably. Just do yeah. that. But, so, so, so what would you do? if you did, Obviously, if you didn't have a video, Tom, and you had to perform, and you had to do the, the session... What do you normally advise? What do you normally say to do? Interesting that they were like, yeah, yeah, load. Like we want to see you like working hard. Like so, well, all I was doing was like trap bar deadlifts and TRX rows, some floor presses. Uh, yeah, well, and stuff. And they were like, yeah, hang on a minute, it, but you wouldn't have worked hard if you were fine anyway. So no, no. But they were like, load it, load it up to what you normally would do. I was like, no get lost uh and then <laughs> what i what i like about the video shoots is they're like yeah always do like really really slow reps and it doesn't matter how many like how many reps we do just do as many as you can i was like what that's what that's mad they, they expect you to hold these positions for absolute crazy like like the pull-up stuff as well uh, i think it was on thursday they should get you to hold a 90 degree angle for about 30 seconds and they're like oh yeah that's good and let's go again for like two seconds afterwards i'm like hang on i remember that that's weird because the video shoots we've done they he was always telling us to go a bit quicker oh. he's always like you know he's always he's always saying to us sometimes you're going too slow oh, um, real, like yeah, and, so yeah real slow weird. it down this was a technique video not a, like a one of your pumpy videos mm. but yeah oh, fair enough then yeah <laughs> um yeah so in in my opinion um i'm of the opinion that your body is recovering from one thing and it's stupid to go and make it recover from something else. Mm. I think that that's literally the be all and end all end conversation. I think, especially the type of training that I'm guessing a lot of our listeners do, is bodybuilding or I don't know some sort of strength lifting, is a depletion of your central nervous system. And I think your central nervous system's got something else going on and what it's fighting against if you're ill. Yeah. So if you've got a cold or the flu or anything like that. So it's trying to fight against that and then you suddenly throw something else at it and go, actually, yeah, I just want you to uh, get a load of like red blood cells and just go pump it through to the muscles yeah. and just be like, yeah, let's, let's, go, let's go recover down there as well. Um, yeah, don't bother. There's no point. You're not going to lose anything. Yeah, the first session that you come back from is going to suck. But... I'm still of the opinion one session during the week sucks anyway. So, yeah, I just yeah. just just relax and just <laughs> spend your time recovering. I think there's there's I think there might be an argument of maybe doing some sort of steady statey cardio <clears throat> stuff, but then I don't really know the argument. I still say that's probably too much to recover from. Maybe a bit like sixty percent or something. Yeah, I think I've always recommended to my clients. Um, 
obviously it's a different context because if if I have a client who's dieting for something um, and and they get ill, which does happen because obviously with lower calories your immune function is somewhat um, diminished. It, it's more likely you can get ill, so that's where obviously fruit and veg is really important uh, when you're dieting, which is which is which is pretty normal anyway, but. <laughs> Um, I always say to them, look, for the most part, with the deficit of a diet, your diet's doing the work, not the training. So scrap the training and then just say, look, still go out and, and go for a walk if you can and get outside. And, you know, as long as it's not freezing cold and all that sort of stuff, you know, but, um, you know, within the within the kind of realms of what's considered normal, um, go and have a walk and, and just get, and like you said, not steady state, but just literally don't just lie there on the sofa doing nothing because again that then affects your your bmr and that sort of stuff as well so it's kind of a bit of a if they're dieting i say look keep up with the normal steps you do keep up your normal diet as best you can but some people don't like to eat when they're ill they don't feel that they can but then my argument is always well you need to fuel in some way and kind of help your body as much as possible to recover just as you do from training and things like that so yeah. um that's that's always been, been my advice and with training yeah like, like you said it's I've always just been of the opinion of just there's no there's no training session really that's going to be worth you trying to do when you're ill. You're never going to perform well. You're never going to perform to your max. Um, just use it as a deload. Like just that's what we've talked about before. Moving deloads around. Just go right. My deloads come forward a week or, or forward two weeks or you know whatever it is or push it back or you know you can alter things based around those illnesses. And, and I think that's where it takes a smart coach and that's where if someone does have a coach like it's so easy for me just to sit there and go right i've moved things around for you you know these are your new macros or these are what i want you to hit boom and go away with it and you kind of then all of a sudden you don't panic about not training because it's all part of the plan and it's it's, a, it's adjusted for um but yeah i think some people try and be too brave with it um some things you can obviously train with more than others so things like a little bit of a sore throat potentially you could be like well i'll push through it i'm okay but another thing that we used to have a lot in football was actually you're a risk to everyone else that's there who's going to get ill like what you know again it's not actually fair to put yourself in that position where you're actually going to potentially infect lots of people with this illness you should probably stay within the confines of your family home or whatever if possible so that's the other aspect of it that i think people don't think about they just always think about themselves the whole time um and actually if you do have a cold or a cough you shouldn't really be going into public places like gyms <laughs> where the air is often confined anyway yeah. um but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I think it's just, it's just, I think it's irresponsible to going around and then just getting all your mitts all over the barbells and dumbbells, and then you're just like, oh, I've just spread it to another hundred people, which is uh, if they weren't carriers yeah. of it anyway. So it it seems a bit seems a bit dim to me to go and uh, <laughs> go and train and wipe it on every single person that's around. But like you said, we've we've had we've had that with our clients before. Where they've come into us and they've sort of said oh, you know, I've got a cold, it's a day before a session, and I'm just, I've just said to them, just cancel it, like, don't come in. Like, there's no point. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to achieve in that session? Yeah. Uh, and likewise, I've had clients before come in to a session and, you know, on the day of the session, you know, technically you should charge them, but they've gone, oh, I've come down really badly with something, I need to go home, or shall I come in? And it's like, if you're thinking of coming in just because I think I'm going to charge you, go home, I won't charge you for it, like, you're ill. Likewise, it's like, I just asked for that same same respect back when I was ill as a trainer, if the day before I, I cancelled people, I was like, look, you know, ideally I wouldn't have to give you a free session, but it's, um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely in, in, the, in the gym training environment, people think that they're going to miss out hugely if they don't train for three or four days and the reality is it's just not going to do you any good and probably going to put you back even further in terms of your illness but yeah. um, let's hope you don't go train then Tom tomorrow or the day after <laughs> I'm just going to smash it that's, that's exactly what I'm going to go do 
<laughs> that's yeah. That's all I've got. Really got to say on the subject is just just go and recover and come back stronger. Um, yeah, I think we talked about deloads and forcing a deload early. I think people who remember when do I normally get ill is <laughs> is into my deload. And uh, believe it or not, I've just come to the end yeah. of my cycle. So and yeah. Which generally means maybe my cycle. I, I did think I did think you're a bit moodier than usual. Yeah. To be fair. So <laughs> I've just come to the end of my cycle. So that is, I yeah, it's mm. kind of still trying to plan it. So I never do this, but sometimes I push. Maybe I push a little bit too hard for one week extra than maybe I should have. So, but you can't really. You, yeah, but at the same just, time though, you've got to push yourself, right? <laughs> so yeah, then I wouldn't be maybe exactly. making any progress. So, <laughs> so it's it's a little bit annoying. And then, yeah, it is it is what it is, and everybody gets ill at some point. So it's just my time, mate. Yeah, all good. All good. So, Dan, your shit hot of Pilates up here. Yeah, so, yeah, I had to go. So for cricket, um, which I'm back hey, playing yeah. again, my first, it's the first full season I've played for seven years. I played, like, 2020 stuff with you, obviously, in London or whatever. Mm. Um, but, yeah, full proper season now. And then... Um, I got asked to go and uh, I'm going to pick myself up. I don't care because it's cricket. <laughs> Everyone loves cricket. Um, but I got asked to go and train last week with the first and second team. Um, and I have been playing previously with the third and fourth just because I've just joined the club, basically. Um, Bath Cricket Club. Um, so, yeah, the, the first team have got like a couple of professionals um, used to play county cricket and stuff. So it's not a too shabby standard. Um, but the first and second team, they have Pilates. Um linked into their training so this training session is two two and a half hours long and then you have like a half an hour slot where you, some people go and do pilates and they split them up in two so i went off to do pilates and i've never done it before in my life um my mrs laura she teaches it and i've never done it so i was kind of like cheating on her really losing my losing my pilates virginity um <laughs> but yeah what was interesting was i went to do it with with these with these other lads most of them um my age a bit younger one a bit older maybe um and they were all they'd all been the weeks before and i'd never been done anything but they all obviously found it quite challenging and to me it kind of felt like it was just a bit of a warm-up for a training session like single leg glute bridges like um superman um like not planks what you know what i mean like yeah superman bird, bird kind of like on your hands and knees bird dogs that's what i meant Thank bird you. dogs wow um, and um <laughs> And just like lying, yeah, just like <laughs> lying on your on your front, and then basically just doing a big windmill with your arms, and just like for shoulder stability, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I'm just like, I genuinely found it fairly comfortable. And she was always saying, "Do this progression, make it harder." And I was like, I "Could do it. It was all okay." And obviously, the lads were really struggling. And one of them afterwards was like, "Oh, you must have done that all the time." I'm like, "Never done this before in my life. Right, it's just I go to the gym." Um, and you know people say like oh yeah I go to the gym as well you're like no you don't <laughs> you don't go to the gym you just <laughs> run on the treadmill like, you know. Um, but it was really interesting to me how having a very very good base level of strength that sounded really bad an average level of strength um, can carry over to something like Pilates which is again supposed to be very specific and, and very almost difficult for, for a lot of people I'm sure she could have made it a lot harder but my point is that sometimes by having a solid grounding in strength training you are uh, you can you're it carries over to so much especially in terms of sport and in terms of athletic movements and all that sort of stuff people seem to forget sometimes that a squat is quite an athletic movement triple extension all that sort of stuff uh, and how it carries over to so many sporting activities that people don't assume so yeah cricket 
people say it one-sided <coughs> dominant you throw in maybe and it's not very athletic a lot of people would say i, I get that shit all the time come at me mm. um but actually there are elements of it that are athletic and you do use your core a lot and you do a bit of rotation um and actually having quite a lot of strength in your core and in your glutes and your hips is a very very useful um yeah and i just thought it was interesting that i think it, it carries over quite nicely um which again is another reason why i say to my clients that i think even like a lot of my females i say look if you want to do yoga and plies that's great you can do them but i want you to have the base level of strength first in in weight training and more often than not they'll always say that it helps improve their yoga or pilates because it, it's just you're stronger and that's going to help you um that's basically what i was going to say and what i meant tom i didn't yeah, mean i was well. <laughs> Basically, Dan's a Pilates instructor now, and if you're I could contact... now, basically, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I totally concur, mate. I mean, we we know <clears throat> that having any kind of structural strength um, to our, like skeletal muscle mass is gonna is gonna help you with any kind of sport. And I think we've we've both felt the uh, the positives and the negatives of that, possibly. So, um, obviously, I'm, I'm not playing football anymore because. Uh, I decided to quit because I kept on getting injured. Kicked. You know, been kicked. Just, just kicked him, kicked in the heart, mate. Basically, see, mate. That's why you should play cricket. You see, <laughs> everyone has a go at it, but it makes sense. <laughs> There's no contact in cricket. It's great. Yeah, it's fine, mate. You've ever been hit with a cricket ball before? There's plenty of contact in cricket. This is this, this is the argument that uh, what's his face had as well. I was like, yeah, but you're not meant to. You know, the other people don't hit you, like. In football, yeah, but a cricket ball hurts more. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, but the cricket ball is predictable. There's physics towards the cricket ball. What is it going to do? It's there, very often, it, the cricket ball doesn't get really angry and just slide out at you. And just, just you should see some you. of those bowlers in the third and fourth team if you think it's predictable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, it's anything but predictable. All right, fine, yeah. Did you start talking about Benui's theorem and how it starts to rotate around with the spin of the ball? No? No, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, but also because um, it got me thinking as well. I'm programming uh, some chap who's just come to me just for like uh, seven, eight weeks until his basically, basically he's got seven, eight weeks until he goes off on some cycling race. And I was like, all right, yeah, I haven't got long, um, but this is what you can do. And it was lit. Like, I've just given him like two days a week of just easy resistance training, like really, really basic of just little like basic squat patterns, all sagittal plane. Because in cycling, it's not much else happening. I don't think. I mean, you got to do those. Got to do those medicine ball rotations and all sorts of stuff, right? <laughs> I, I didn't realize that. All right. Because <laughs> in cycling, yeah, you're just like two pistons, and that's about it. Um, you have to hold a weird pelvis pelvic position though if you're actually a real cyclist, which I totally yeah. I didn't yeah, it was really, really odd when I was starting to look at that. I was like, Oh god, that's really like counterintuitive to what we talk about normally and yeah. it's just like awfully like ugh tucked under. It's like ugh. But uh, then, but then it does not like, look nice, does it? It doesn't look nice at all. And then just like lumber no. your lumber's just stretched over as much as possible and it's just like god that's awful but you're like actually for cycling that's probably more power it kind of turns itself into like a little leg press and a pull pull so mm. it, yeah it, it's really odd um i started well, I, speaking I, of, speaking of really odd looking techniques i was um today was the, the 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 bath half marathon okay and i went i went over to steve's house and his house is literally right by the start line is he running and yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we wouldn't even walk yet but um like Firstly, some of the warm-ups that you, or what I saw from people, oh my days, just like, what are you doing? But secondly, 
that some people's running techniques you know when you just look at people and you're just like you should not be running you yeah. should stop now <laughs> um there's and there's some really good don't get me wrong there's some really really good runners and the techniques are awesome but there are some that you just think to yourself you're going to be sore tomorrow like not just muscular sore your joints are going to be sore yeah, there are like I think I think there was especially well, you get that from like walking as well. I think you had we had one lady that came into the gym and I think I actually still I see her for uh, training and you were like God, she walks in Valgus. What are you gonna do? So it's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like yeah yeah I've got I've got a lot a lot of battles to do, win basically. I was just like Jesus, it's it's really painful. But then yeah maybe they they've had zero like zero structural training at all of any kind of sort any any base training program that has squats some pulls some pushes anything in mm. and then i guess or, or they go they've gone straight to the really fancy exercises and wanted to put as many bands and balls and chucking stuff about before they yeah before they can do it it's, it's funny how much it's funny considering how much we move that people don't teach us at a very younger age like i never got taught how to like run or move properly no i i I wish i maybe need to go back into the school i have no idea what they do now but we we would definitely never talk to how to squat or how to split squat just imagine if just imagine if everyone left primary school at year six being able to do a perfect overhead squat and could relay back to you all the different cues they needed to do even if they just could do bodyweight ones just imagine how much better people would move when they're in secondary school and they grow and they do all the other sports and things. It's scary. Well, we must we must have uh, PE teachers that listen to us. If there's any PE teachers out there who who um, basically know whether in the curriculum there is any kind of squat or any kind of yeah any kind of normal push pull legs kind of mechanics way right, um, that they teach, let us know because that'd be that'd be really interesting to see. Because as far as or oh, what we're in our mid to late twenties now, so we haven't been in school for a while. And uh, yeah, I get schooled every day. <laughs> I get schooled every day. <laughs> by yeah, by your daughter. It's great. She, she exactly her, her overhead squat is impeccable. So well, yeah, but she ain't got bones. <laughs> it, so it's gonna be <laughs> cool. Also, one one factor where I actually stated to Dan that maybe his cerebellum was more developed than a lot of people's, but he he kind of insisted he's just really strong. So. Um, I'm just so hench and strong. That's what it is. <laughs> for the Pilates thing. Cool. Awesome. Let's uh, let's let's crack on to basically a little bit of a little bit of stupid things. Cause... Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is stupid things on the internet this week. I'm gonna cut it because I'm a little bit sick and Dan's really tired. Um, so then go to stupid things on the internet this week and just rant about a few things as I feel. Also, I wanted to get your opinion, Dan, because. Uh, it seems I sent you a picture. I sent you a picture this week. Yeah, I did. Of um, of something. Do you want my Do you want my opinion because you value it? Uh, a little bit. Um, oh, okay, cool. Cheers, yeah. So, or or just just what you've been seeing on social media because it does seem that on social media again, um, Captain Hormones are uh, making a comeback. Um, oh, you it, did send it to me. I've got it now. Here. Yeah, that they. they there, there's a lot more hormone talk again, which well, I know Martin McDonald had his uh, he he kind of posted about that chap with uh, against 
who was playing uh, what was it the boxing with Bellew and Hay even though Bellew was two weights mm. higher than he normally is and of course he's going to look deconditioned you try putting on eight to ten kilos and not look deconditioned um, yeah which is which is and then what do the guy say he's got crazy like high testosterone levels or Cor- low low cortisol no he said no, the opposite I think he said low testosterone high, high cortisol, cortisol or something. Cool. yeah so yeah because he looked a bit chubby no he's chubby because he's two weight categories up yeah yeah, yeah he's put on a stone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what would really de-stress me is if I put on a stone of fat. That would really make me feel good. Yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> I, just it. I just don't get it. But yeah, this, but there was a guy I got into um, a debate with. Um, yeah. I didn't even get into a debate with him, really. I just um, basically questioned something he posted, and he thought he was beyond, beyond you know, reproach. He shouldn't think... He was like, what, you're not, you just ignored me and just said, oh, that's your opinion. But anyway, <laughs> so he posted saying... Um, he had a picture of his of someone he was working with and put nine days, three supplements, four percent down, two point five kilos of lean mass gained. And I was like, Well yeah. I was like, that's 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 plausible. I was like, he's just gained six hundred and like I think it was six hundred and fifteen grams of glycogen and one thousand three hundred odd grams of water. I was like, that's what's happened here, mate. I was like, there's nothing else that's going on it. I was like, it's real simple maths. And he just put uh if that's your opinion, that's okay. Or yeah, you, you're 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 welcome to your opinion. Have a good day. And I was like, no, that's that's not an opinion, mate. Like, <laughs> what you're suggesting cannot happen. Like, you're you're misleading people here. Um, and anyway, quite a few other people jumped in. The guy is an idiot. The guy doesn't know what he's talking about anyway. At the best of times, but he was talking. You know, he he's the kind of person who would make his client do a urine test, and from the urine test would tell you if your gut's functioning or not, and and what you need to do to fix it. You know, like absolute fucking gimp biggest gimp going but anyway the, i didn't even really question his methodologies or anything like that i literally just questioned the claim or the misleading claim that he basically was trying to sell people the fact that he gained two and a half kilos of muscle in nine days and he hadn't and he just basically skirted around the point and never really answered the question and he he again he just puts himself in a position where he can't be questioned he's like thinks he's better than everyone else and he you know his approach works for him so it's fine it's like no that's not how this shit works um, you know, someone's questioned you on a claim you've made, you should be able to answer it. And it's this whole thing of whenever someone makes a claim on the internet, the burden of proof is on the person that made the claim. You can't make a claim and go to someone else, I'll prove that I didn't do it. Well, that's not how it works, mate. Like, the, you have to prove it because you're claiming it. Mm. Um, and it's just like, you just know that he's just bullshitting a lot of people because he can't do it and he can't have... And I, And again, I wasn't... I wasn't vicious. I wasn't personal. It wasn't an attack. I literally just asked him the question and they take it as a personal attack and they take it as, and then all his mates chimed in were like, Oh, haters going to hate, haters going to hate and all this sort of stuff. So anyway, then one of the best comments that you put on there was, Oh, that's the great, you know, talking to one of his other mates. He was like, Oh, that's the great thing about body composition is that the numbers don't mean jack shit. And I was like, well, you just <laughs> use numbers to make your point. Like you are a retard. And anyway, I didn't say that, but it was just kind of like, I just don't understand people. And, and I put out that post on Facebook today, actually, um, or going out when this goes out, it'd be last Sunday. Um, basically saying that, like, I would hate to be in a position where I was somebody who thought they knew everything and couldn't be questioned and just told people just to jog on or that's your opinion. It's just, no, I, I like to be surrounded by people who make me question what I do and make me think, am I, am I doing things right? Am I doing them correctly? Is this the right way of doing things? Am I beyond, you know, should I be asking these types of questions? 
Um, do I have a good answer if someone does ask me those types of questions? And being evidence-based, that's exactly what that is, rather than, oh, I've developed my own blueprint and my own way of doing things. It's like, what does that even mean? Um, and, yeah. With, with the it's just frustrating when someone uses like all these fancy terms and the fancy like hormones and that you do urine tests to essentially put someone in a slight calorie deficit eating single ingredient whole foods of course they're going to feel better of course they're going to look better like that's just it's, again it's science but again he doesn't understand that he thinks it's his blueprint it's it's mind-boggling with mind -boggling. With, with with that post because obviously he's, he like said he was what two was it just over two kilos up on something yeah yeah so was there a before and after no no it was just one picture it was just, and it was, was just, just like, again picture. exactly my point and it was it wasn't even a before or after it was just one picture and um but like and then you know someone else went in on the basically saying how like if you'd gain two and a half kilos of lean mass you lose four percent body fat just just because the numbers just because the way percentages work like yeah. stop misleading people and he just like kept going he's just like oh just your opinion mate whatever Oh, it's just, but you can't reason with these people. So you kind of like, there's no point. You're just doing it to make them look stupid in the end. You're just kind of, you're doing it so that people who are watching might just look at it and go, well, this guy's an idiot. This guy knows what he's doing. Because um, people do lurk and watch, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just funny. Just like hilarious. Oh, well, it is quite funny. But <clears throat> again, my, uh, my hormone gripe this week uh, basically was on, uh, I did send you it, didn't I? Estrogen levels up testosterone levels down spells trouble for men's health not the magazine just in general men's health the health of males the health of males um so i feel i feel like this is i i thought this kind of uh hormone talk was gradually dying down and realizing that we didn't really need to talk about hormones to maybe I'm using air quotes, fix people um, and just generally like Dan said, just put them on single ingredient few foods, round their diet and put them in a slight deficit then they, they probably start losing weight um, oh, no they will start losing weight because it's a calorie deficit it's fine. But the thing is as well like but even but even with that right, even if you took someone on a height, on a, on a eucaloric diet, so you change one diet to the other right, yeah. and you change them from a shitty diet of junk foods on the same number of calories to single ingredient whole foods on the same calories, they will probably feel better, probably feel better. Like, but, and that's fine. And I get that. And at the same time, because of the way that fiber and protein is digested and the way the effects has on body and satiety, they'll probably look a little bit better as time goes on. Like there will be some element of that that will happen, but because of the vitamins, minerals and everything, the body will be functioning better. But my frustration is that people never say that they don't say, Oh, it's because I, and I hate the term, but let's call it cleaned up his diet. But they don't say that. They say, oh, because I, I said to him that his, this hormone was low and this one was low. Let's say you did test them. If you tested some, someone when they were eating that shitty food and then you tested them after and they were eating the good food, like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Of course the hormones are going to have changed because they're probably now less stressed because they're like, right, I've got my nutrition on point now. I'm not worried about it. I'm not eating all this shit food. I'm not stressed at work. I've sorted out my sleep. Like, it's nothing to do with your fucking test that you've done that's supposed to be magic that someone's probably paid 400 quid for. It's because they're eating proper food again. And it's just like banging your head against the wall with these people. Um, and yeah, and like hormones, like it's just frustrating <laughs> because you take hormones at different times of the day and they're different. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the whole post of this one. Was talking about basically, uh, you can't have anything that's had pesticides on it because. Um, well, you yeah, might as well just go and kill yourself, just... then, mate. <laughs> you might literally might as well. And then like, everything's got pesticides. Pesticides, on it. and then it was uh, taking any kind of uh, protein powder or protein powder that's got soy in it. Um, and then if you can't have protein powder, then you'd think you'd need like to have meat and stuff for your protein. But no, no, because uh, meat and dairy products. Uh, cows get given hormones so uh, you have strong estrogenic effects of uh, what they get given as well so the guy just... said but the person said oh, avoid dairy but then said but make sure your protein hasn't got your weight yeah. hasn't got soy in it yeah basically yeah good one mate yeah so you're not allowed so you're not allowed soy protein but you're allowed whey but then whey is dairy <laughs> products so it doesn't really matter does it um <laughs> it's going to be very, 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 very interesting how this person's going to get their protein goals. All from fats. Wonderful. Uh, and then beer. Fine. Okay. Weird. Very odd. Um. <laughs> yeah, but people use that study, don't they? There was that one study that people did show that after um, a football match or whatever, they, they basically did like a 90-minute football protocol. They then gave these people like six pints of beer or the equivalent of six pints of beer and alcohol or whatever. And they basically tested them the next day and their testosterone was lower than a control group because they basically said, oh, the alcohol is, you know, causes slightly lower testosterone. But again, in the grand scheme of things over the course of months. Yeah, well, because they were going through the whole culture of like the people that play a game okay. um, and then go out drinking in the evening. Like what's the effects kind of thing? Um but yeah, it was. It's just. <laughs> um, but people extrapolate that and, and use it as a yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> not not insinuating that six beers for a post-workout meal would be a good thing. Yeah, it clearly is going to be a bad it, thing. But yeah. Yeah, and the people that are taking it aren't sitting there going, "Oh, this won't, this won't harm me in any way." <laughs> like you clearly know, like. But yeah, it's it, it's just people think they can read this shitty research, and it's just like you haven't got a clue. <laughs> anyway, Tom, I, I don't think I can hack more of this rant in, mate. I've had a whole weekend of it. No. Oh, yeah. With the so frustrating. <laughs> Absolutely fine, Daniel. Cool. Um, yeah, anything happening team team box-wise? Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, all the rest of your team was at uh, the Martin McDonald Nutrition yeah, Conference, apart from Dan. Yeah, they all went. I was uh, I was on Daddy Daycare. Um, but, yeah, no, I... Um, Oh, funny story actually though. I tell you, actually this is a funny story. Um, we recently obviously opened our doors and we um, I had a sign up from a, a girl who listens to the podcast it's called Laura. Shout out to Laura. Um, and um, Laura basically in her assessment week did everything perfectly exactly as I asked her to do it. And I got really, really worried that something was going to go wrong because most people mess up at that point. Um, and everything was going extremely well in the assessment week. And I, and I rang her and I was like, I think, I was like, are you sure if is everything okay? Like, you know what you're doing with this, you know what you're doing with that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I've got it all sorted, got it all fine, it's all good. Um, but yeah, it was really, really funny. Um, but anyway, this weekend, um, so I finished off a plan for it this weekend. Yesterday, while all the other gang were at MNU and they were all texting me, um, being like, oh yeah, it's really good, you're missing out on this, you're missing out on that. And I was just like, going, brilliant, thanks, mate. And I was, this is when I was trolling this guy um, on Facebook. So I had a, I had a really productive weekend. Um, trolling the shit out of this guy while everyone else was making friends networking and yeah generally having a great time all because my missus decided to go to Lanzarote for a week without me or the baby oh bless. bit selfish <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fine she deserves it trust me 
Uh, living with you, that's, yeah. that's about right. Yeah, I know. Living with me is bad enough, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah perfect. All right. Um, anything else you want to crack on with? No, mate. No, just um, no. Everything's all good. I think. Just um, obviously, I think we've started to make plans for body power, um, which is sort of the start of May, um, which I think everyone in Team Box is going to be there. So, um, if anyone is thinking of going or knows they're definitely going to go, then um, try and hit, hit us up and let us know because it will roll around real quick. Yep. Um, it's not too far away now. Seven weeks, is it? Like Eight weeks, maybe. Um, so, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, wonderful. And, yeah, if anybody needs any more details, that I'm going to PRI course next month, some postural restoration with uh, a fellow physio from uh, Essex. All good. Um, yeah, and maybe I'll go to Body Bow this year. That'd be hilarious. I just I'm gonna eat all. Oh donuts. God! <laughs> and be like, look yeah, at that guy. That. Look at that guy. I'll just spend my whole time with Rich. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but yeah, awesome. Um, and we keep messaging us with uh, people you want to bring onto the podcast, guys. Obviously, we'll do it um, once we're feeling a little bit better. We'll do uh, yeah. An awesome show. Yeah, we've got two, haven't we? We've got two sorted, so we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna line up some dates to get them on. Maybe we've got, um, we've got four but, sorted, four sorted. Two of them are people that I want I want to come on, basically. So we're actually like freaking organised. What's yeah. going on here? <laughs> all right, cool. um, all right. Have a good week, guys. Have a good week. We'll, we will be uh, feeling better on by next week. All right, peace out. We will. We will. <laughs> Catch you later.